0: Welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. How the heck are you? I'm so excited to be back with you guys. And today, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. We are recording this on 1111, which I am ecstatic about. If you missed it on Instagram or the email list or whatever, we have brought back Magic Hour for 48 hours only, which by the time you hear this episode will be over, but because I love you guys, Andrew, the podcast family. I will link it for you in the show notes. If you didn't get the chance to snag it, we'll leave it open for a second so that you guys can grab it. Um, Magic Hour is a series that we did only during quarantine. We did it first in 2020 and we did a photography specific series where we dove into artificial light, harsh light, all different types of lighting. We did editing, we did branding, we did like marketing, like we did everything. And the whole idea with Magic Hour was that, we could offer education at a more accessible price point during such a weird time in the world. And so we've only done it twice because now quarantine is kind of wrapping up. So we did it again this year. And this year we did non-photography specific, um, we did inbox marketing. We did general marketing. We did stepping into your power. We did universal magic, a beginner's guide into magic and claiming your power and stepping into your dream life. Like we covered all the topics from business to personal. And so we have reopened it for 48 hours to get lifetime access to the videos and the stream so that you can stream it whenever. And you can either get the 2021 bundle, which is creative's in general, or you can bundle it. If you're a photographer, if you want both, you can bundle it um, and get both access to the 2020 series and the 2021 series. So I love magic hour. It was like one of my favorite things we ever did because it was kind of like one-on-one mentoring for like one sixteenth price. So that's essentially what it is. Each session is an hour long. So if you bundled everything, it's eight hours of content for less than what one hour of mentoring would cost. So it is the wildest and like easily most accessible and like value-packed thing we offer. So I'm so excited to bring it back for 48 hours for you guys. So the link is in the show notes for that. What else is new? We're just looking living in New York. It has been two weeks now, which is honestly kind of wild that it's already been two weeks. Um, I ended up getting pretty sick. My first week, I took three COVID tests out of sheer anxiety, um, all negative. Thank God. But we've got a little bit of a lingering cough. So I'm sorry if you hear that at all. And we got an ear infection, which I haven't had since I was a child and kind of forgot that adults can get. And turns out if you haven't ever had one as an adult, they're awful. Like so painful. Like I literally almost went to the hospital, which I would never do, but I literally thought my head was imploding. So Fun times all around. I hope you never get an ear infection as an adult. It is the absolute worst. So that is what we're working with there. We are diving into a bunch of work things. We just launched magic hour. We are planning out the next year of content. That is one thing that is working right now is that I'm trying to map out all of 2022 so that it doesn't feel like a scramble every month to figure out what we're wanting to do. We have every launch, um, laid out. I'm going through and writing out in Trello, like, every single thing that would be needed in order for us to launch that, the things that we need to do, the content that we need to have so that we have like this master doc, this master to-do list of what exactly 2022 is going to look like and everything we need for it. So that has been really fun and exciting. And honestly, like we're leaving to start that. And Jamie who edits this podcast is probably like, Oh my gosh, thank God, because I have been so all over the place for the last couple months. So it's exciting to kind of get everything looking a little neater and a little bit more planned out. So that's another thing that is working. Um, we are finessing all of our funnels right now, things like calling all brands, the manifesting challenge, um, let's get lit. All of those things are getting a bit of an upgrade. And then we are closing out. We are closing the doors on a lot of our photography specific courses. So if you're a photographer and you've been eyeing anything like the harsh light course, the Lightroom and Photoshop course, um, the session, um, workflow and posing course, those will all be gone by the end of the year. We'll have an official announcement for that, but just know that the clock is kind of ticking on those. So if you've been interested in stealing and snagging any of those courses, they will be gone by the end of the year. So lots of exciting things coming up, lots of fun things happening. I know I mentioned to you guys that we were also going to relaunch becoming this fall and we are not, um, I really want to take the rest of the year to focus on the coaching clients currently in our system and that we're working with, as well as just getting kind of everything prepped and ready for 2022. So coaching for becoming will open next year. Um, January is the plan. And so if you've been thinking about joining our program, It's gotten a lot of facelifts for this next round. It is no longer a three-month coaching program. It is a six-month coaching program so that we can take things at a little bit of a slower pace since everyone's kind of recovering from the wedding boom. Um, So anyway, waitlist gets first snags, first picks at the becoming spots because they're very limited. So I'll go ahead and link that for you as well. If you would like to get on the waiting list for this program, this will be really one of the few one-on-one things we offer in 2022. So, I'm so excited because I love becoming. I have loved the girls that we've had in it this year. I'm like so sad they're wrapping up, so I'm super excited to work with you guys in 2022. So, that's basically all the business before we dive into things today. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to catch you guys up on. Basically just the ear infection and work. So, that's kind of life right now. Um, but oh, actually no. I'm going to tell you guys about my other favorite thing that I do and I kind of have I think I'll do a podcast episode, like completely on it one day, but I kind of talked about it a little bit on my stories, but back in March, when my sister and I went to Hawaii, we started this thing called perfect day. And it was like our last week in Hawaii. And we were just sitting there trying to plan out like, what do we want to do for the rest of our time here? And we were like, okay, well, like what would make it a perfect day? Like what would be your perfect day in Hawaii? And I was like, okay. I would wake up. I would go get like my sunrise shack, acai bowl and matcha. And then I would go to the beach and then I would go cliff jumping and then I would eat tacos. And then I would watch the sunset. And then like, I literally was like, if I could have a perfect day, this is what it would be. And then she laid out hers and then we did it. And every time we would do something on the list, we would be like, perfect day, perfect day. And it sounds so simple, But like going into your day with the mindset of like, this is my perfect day was such a change in perspective. And so it's something that I've started doing more often. I did it in Paris, too. And obviously when I'm traveling perfect days are a little bit more glamorous. They're a bit more fun. They're a bit more exciting, but I do perfect days in my day-to-day life. So like today I'm going to have a perfect day. I launched magic hour. I took Cora on a long walk. I showered, I got ready. I put my new shirt on. What else is going to make it a perfect day? I have a presentation in an hour with Marina Williams. Um, I'm talking to her made to make group. Um, It would make it a perfect day honestly, maybe I'll go work at a coffee shop. That would make it a perfect day. Maybe I'll go work at a coffee shop instead of in my apartment. I'm going to do that now that's on the docket. Um, and then I want to like leave my apartment tonight and go do something. So that would make it a perfect day. And it's just a normal, it's a Thursday. And so I want to challenge you to whether it's on vacation or the weekend or just a weekday, maybe the perfect day is that you like wake up and before the kids get up, you have like 10 minutes to yourself and that you um, eat all three meals and that you finish five things on your to-do list. Like that would make it a perfect day. But every time you do one of the perfect day things, I want you to think to yourself, like this is a perfect day like this is my perfect day because that is a perfect day. Um, And I just love it. It literally makes me so happy. It makes the days feel so fulfilling. Um, Even if they're days where there's nothing extreme going on, like is my perfect day today as glamorous as my perfect day in Hawaii or Paris? No, but it's still a perfect day. And I'm so excited. So I'm going to challenge you guys to do perfect day. And if you do it, please share and please tag me because I want to see perfect day. I'm like, do I trademark perfect day No, but I love perfect day. It is my favorite thing to tell people about because it's just happy. Like it just makes you happy and it makes things feel fun and it makes things exciting. So that's perfect day. And I hope you do it. And wow, that shifted, but it's fine. Um, So that's today's going to be a perfect day as well. I'm excited. And now I'm excited to share it with you and I'm excited for you to have a perfect day. So think to yourself now, depending on what time you're listening to this, maybe it's at night. So you can plan tomorrow's perfect day, or maybe it's in the morning and you can plan today's perfect day, but it's perfect day. Also, I feel like I'm literally so much more hyper on this episode than maybe I'm like, I feel like I'm talking a million miles an hour. I have had no caffeine today. I don't know what is going on. It's just perfect day. So I'm energized, but today we're talking about manifesting and I'm literally so excited because one y'all know I love manifesting. Like, you know, I live for it. I'm obsessed. Um, I think of it as a collaboration with the universe. I think of it as me getting the things that were destined for me anyway, but stepping into them intentionally and claiming them at the right time. Um, I've just really fallen in love with manifesting over the last couple of years. And with, you know, we all caught up on what has been going on in life in the last couple of months. And so with all of these changes coming up, moving out here to the, my dream city, I was like, we need to manifest a lot of things, like a lot of things hopefully will line up here. And so I kind of went around manifesting in a way a little bit different than I normally do. And so that's what I'm really excited to talk to you guys about. So I am a firm believer with manifesting that intention is absolutely everything. So, like, if you make a joke and you're like, oh, haha, like, Um, I'd rather break my arm. And then someone's like, Oh no, don't say that. Like don't manifest that. I don't believe in that. Like at all. Do I believe in Murphy's law a little bit, but like, as far as accidentally manifesting things, I don't think that's a thing. Um, because I think it comes down completely to the energy and the intention behind it. And so as I was moving here, I set up the intention of, having as clean of energy as possible and like as intentional of energy as possible when manifesting. So let's start with my apartment because that is easily the biggest manifestation that I accomplished here. So as you guys know, my lease was up. I drove all my stuff to Utah to my parents and then drove, no, not drove, flew. I'm having such a hard time keeping track of what the schedule was. Um, but no, I flew from Utah to New York because I had a wedding out here and then I extended for a week so that I could look for apartments. And there was this apartment that I found online, this apartment, and it was a brand new building. And so when I was looking at it, everything was like an AI digital rendering of the building. And so I kept showing it to my friends and I was like, I don't know if this is real because scam listings are a thing. And I was like, I. Don't know if this is real, but if it is, I think it's my apartment. Like, I don't know why, but it's mine. And so, I kind of just had you know, but I was, of course, accumulating all of these lists of apartments because I was like, Well, I can't just bank on one. And so, I decided to write out exactly what I wanted out of my apartment. And I wish so badly, you guys, that I could show you this list. It, I kept it in the back of my phone case, and my phone got stolen, which that was a whole nother story. So, I lost that, and I'm so sad. And I wish that the thief would at least send me my manifestation list to send you, but it's fine. But I wrote on a sticky note my list of manifestations, which were floor-to-ceiling windows, gym in the building, laundry in the building, didn't want to walk up, um, wanted to be at least four blocks, within four blocks from both a Trader Joe's and a subway station, which if you live in New York or you have looked at housing in New York... It's a little bit of a tall ask to ask for all of those things. Um, apartments here are wild. I literally thought finding an apartment for a reasonable price that I liked in LA was hard. Turns out it was the easiest thing in the world. Um, the housing slash apartment market here is wild. If you're thinking about moving to New York, just know that it, it's very specific. And so having this specific of a list of things that I was basically unwilling to settle on kind of was like, realistically a little unrealistic. Um, and people I would talk to would be like, yeah, maybe choose like two or three of those. And I was like, no, no, (laughs) I want, I want it all. Um, and so I put this little sticky note in the back of my phone and I would look at it every day. Like, and even if I wasn't making a conscious effort to like really soak it in, like it was there and I could see it and that energy would kind of stay with me. And so I started doing this thing where I would just sit down when I would want to like really set some intentional time to manifest. I would sit down, I would look at my list and then I would just sit and I would picture myself walking through this apartment. And this is one of the things that I think was so key in me manifesting this apartment was that I would completely picture exactly what I wanted it to look like, how it felt and I would feel it. And I would literally sit there and get like giddy. Like I would just walk through almost like it was AI. Like I was literally walking into this apartment that was already mine. And I just literally would be like giddy. Like it felt like Christmas. Like I could feel how excited and like joyous it was to walk through and have this apartment. And so I would do this like honestly, a couple times a week. And so I just kept being like, this is my apartment. This is how I feel finding this apartment. Oh my gosh. And I would just really let that energy course through my body. And I did that before I came to New York. And so then once I came to New York, I started setting the intention of, please let me find the place that is meant for me. Please let me find it in the time that is right. And like, please. Like, I don't want to look at a ton of apartments. Just let me find the space that's for me. And I won't doubt it and go look at a million other places. Like I just want to find my place. And I also started doing the manifestation, which if any of you have found it on TikTok, which is the, what's meant for me will come for me. And I was saying that every morning, like what's meant for me is coming for me. I didn't even want to say like, will come for me. I was saying like, is coming for me. Like it's coming for me right now. Um, And so I just kind of was starting every morning with that. My normal affirmations that I've shared with you guys of like, I'm ready for all the goodness the universe has to offer me. Like the universe wants to give me everything I want. Um, But I really tried to stick with the, like, what's meant for me is coming for me. I am finding my dream apartment. And so when I got here to New York, I had my list. I had been doing my visualizations. I had been really feeling the energy of things. And um, I went and looked at one apartment and was horrified I looked at one (laughs) kind of in like the lower east side area it was kind of Chinatown actually um and it was the spookiest apartment and I just remember being like oh no oh no like have I made a mistake and what's important when you're manifesting things is that sometimes there will be little hiccups like that was a little hiccup and it would have been really easy for me slash even like a year or two ago, this would have thrown me quite a bit and to been like, oh my gosh, am I making a mistake? Can I even move out here? What is happening? Like this apartment is so scary. Are they all going to be like this? Like, why is this $3,000 to look like I'm going to get haunted? Like what is going on? And instead I just was like, okay, this place is not for me. Let's move on. Like, let's not even entertain any of the energy here. And so then we came to the next apartment, which was this one. And I walked in and I know I tell you guys this all the time, but it is so important to be in tune with your body and its energy and the way that it operates. Because when I walked into this apartment, I was like, this is mine. Like I could feel it in my body. And so what was the next most important step in this manifesting is that I'd been doing my picturing, right? My visualization, my affirmations, whatever. But once I got here and I knew this was mine, I just declared it mine. Like Seth was here with me. My family actually came, my parents came out um, and they got to see it for a second. And I was like, this is my apartment. Like, and in my head, there was no other option. Like I was like, no, this is my apartment. Like I know it is. Um, Oh, and something that's important that I missed that will be important later. But I did ask for a sign when I found my apartment. I was like, please show me sevens. Cause I, that's like my lucky number. I was like, please show me sevens if I find my apartment. And so I, anyway, I got here, I walked through, I barely even looked at this apartment. It was so funny. Cause I had a month before I moved in and I kept like, people would be like, well, what's it like? Like, is there this, is there this? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. I feel like I walked in and I was like, oh, this is my apartment. And then like walked out. Like I barely even took in the apartment. I didn't remember if there was a microwave or." A dishwasher or a closet. Like I couldn't remember, like I didn't even look, I just knew it was mine. And so I applied immediately and there were days before I heard back. And one of the things that I stuck so strongly to was just that this was my apartment. Like I didn't apply for any others. Like I was just like, no, that's my apartment. Like, I don't know why, but it's mine and I can feel it. And I know that that's my apartment. And I just refuse to stray from that. And when we were wrapping up the trip, I'm still waiting to hear back from the apartment. It is our last day. I'm getting on the subway and the subway train has four sevens on it. It's just seven, 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 seven. And I was like, okay, like we're getting the apartment. This is my apartment. Like, I know it's my apartment. And then I got into my Uber to go to the airport a few hours later and got the call that I got approved for the apartment. And here we are now in the apartment recording this for you. And so one of the things that were so different about manifesting this time is that I don't think I've ever gone into manifesting as confident as I did to this move to New York. Like, as much as I'm like, yes, this is meant for me. I know it. There's always a part of me that's been like, well, maybe. Whereas this time I was like, no, this is mine. And I wrote out the specifics of what I wanted and I felt it in my body. And when you guys are approaching your manifesting from now on, I want you to do a couple of things that I've talked about. And one is get super specific. Like that list that I kept on the back of my phone, I know was the biggest stepping, like first step towards me getting this apartment because I was so specific. I told the universe exactly what I wanted. And that is the most important part. Oftentimes when we manifest, we will manifest a little bit generally or not specifically enough. And I want you to think of manifesting as putting an order at a fancy restaurant. So say the chef comes up to you and they're like, what would you like? And you're like, well, just make me something good. They might make something you don't like. It's still good. But like to you, it might not be. But if you don't tell them exactly what they w- you want, you could get anything. You could get anything in that order. And so when we come to the universe and we're like, well, help me find a new job. Or help me find happiness or help me find a partner or help me find this or that, whatever. In its general, they might do that. The universe might do that for you, but it might do it in a way that you don't love or that you're not looking for or that you're not ready for because you didn't get specific enough. But if you come to the chef, right, the chef is the universe and you're like, I want this, this, this and this. I want this for my starter. I want this for my entree. I want this for dessert. They're going to give you exactly that. And so I want you to get as specific as possible as you can, when you're manifesting, because the universe loves a bit of direction. It loves being able to give you exactly what you want. And so I want you to get really intentional and getting specific on what exactly it is that you want. Tell the universe, put in a very direct order. And then I want you to start feeling it as if it's already yours, because I truly believe that that alignment of my energy is what led to this next. Like that was the next step was me feeling in my body, this exact situation. Like I knew this was for me. I knew that this was my apartment. I knew I was going to get it. I just felt it. I had seen it already. I had visualized it already. I had already written it into the universe as if it was law and feeling that and having my body already in align with that energetically. Once I found the apartment, I was like, that's it. I've already seen this apartment. I've been visualizing it. This is mine. Like my apartment looks like what I wanted it to look like. It's exactly what I wanted. I had already visualized it before even coming here. So I want you to get very, very specific on that. And then once you take steps, right? Because that's the thing too: is manifesting is not the universe just throwing things in our lap. I had to apply. I had to gather all my stuff. Right. I had to get things together. I had to get paperwork on paperwork on paperwork because I'm self-employed. Like I had to do several things in order to actually apply for this apartment. That was the work side of things. Um. So I had to put in that effort. We always do. But then after that, I was like, I refuse to think otherwise. Like, I refuse to think this apartment isn't going to be mine, be mine, but I refuse to think otherwise. And that's the thing. The universe loves a bit of confidence. And I was like, no, that's my apartment. Thanks. Like that, that was it for me. This was my apartment and I got it. And like I said, on the catch-up episode too, I've been doing the same thing with dating, like going into dating. Am I trying to find my person right now? No, like I know that's probably not going to happen if it did great, I guess, but like not my intention at all right now, I really want to get to know lots of different types of people. Um, I've never really gotten to casually date in my life. Cause I met my ex when I was 18. So like, I love casually dating. Um, but that being said, going back into dating has been really scary and intimidating and especially getting out of a rela- re- relationship a couple months ago. Um, It's been kind of scary to be like, okay, we're getting back into it. We're doing this again. And so to the universe and to my spirit guide, who I personally am usually praying to, um, I got really specific. I was like, I don't even need to find the love of my life right now. Please show me fun. Like, just show me fun and funny people. I just want to have a good time. Like, I want to know that I can have fun with other people. I want to know that that's not something that was specific to my last relationship. Like, I want to know that I can find people again that I have fun with. And I have never had more fun dating. And before every single day I go on, I literally say the same thing. I'm like, please just let me have a good time. Please just let me have fun with this person. Like, just let me have a fun time. Like, I just want to have fun and laugh and feel happy. That's all I would like please show me fun. And when I tell you (laughs) I have had the funnest time ever. And I, again, that is where specifics come into play. Right. Cause I could just be like, please just give me a good date. Like, please just let me have a good time. And I could still have a good time. They could be nice, whatever. But I was like, no, I want to have fun. Like I want them to be funny. I want to have like a jolly time on these dates. And I have never laughed harder. I have never had more fun with the people like in dating in general, which my dating history is not the funnest. Like, I've never had a period in my life where I'm like, I love dating. And right now, I love dating. Like, I am having so much fun getting to know the people I'm getting to know. Like it has just been so much fun. Like I literally just feel like a kid. Like it's just been so much fun. And I firmly believe that's because I told the universe, like, Hey, this is exactly what I want. Like if I had gone to the universe and been like, Hey, show me a good time, but secretly was hoping for fun or was secretly hoping for a serious relationship. The universe doesn't know to send me that. Like I'm sure right now, if I was like, Hey, can you show me commitment? I wouldn't be able to manifest it because I don't want it. <laughs> if I did, I could manifest it. But right now, like all I want is fun. Like all I want is to have a good time and meet lots of people and enjoy being in the new city. And that is what the universe has given me because I've gotten really, really specific with it. And so obviously this episode has been a little bit all over. I don't know why it feels like I've chugged 18 matches, but it's fine. But when you guys are manifesting on top of the affirmations, on stop on top of getting your energy aligned, on top of feeling like you really believe it, I want you to get so specific. I want you to put in the most distinct order with the universe. I want you to picture it. I want you to feel it. I want you to literally feel that energy coursing through your body. And then I want you to stand firm in the fact that it is already yours. Those three things have completely changed the game for me with manifesting. And today I did it for my launch. Like I sat there, I visualized it. I felt it. And I was like, that's going to happen. Like, I just know it is. There's literally no way it's not going to, like, I know it is. And if you're feeling resistance to that, sit with it. Like when I first started doing the visualizing this morning, I felt resistance and I was like, okay, like, let's figure out what this is. Like, why do we think this, where's this coming from? And then I just plucked it out. I personally like plucking energy slash like brushing energy off of me, but I just was like, we're going to get that energy out. It's gross and I don't need it. And then come back into the visualization, come back into the energy, come back into standing strong and happening. Okay. That is how manifesting has been going lately. And I'm obsessed. I will never be skipping the re- these three steps again when manifesting because they have been so integral to me, literally getting the life here that I wanted. That is this week's episode. We are manifesting all of the things. We are wrapping up fourth quarter. We are coming up on a new year. We're coming up on the most magical season ever. I love the holidays. It's also my birthday soon. We will have a big sale for that. Just a heads up. You can start planning now. Um, But we're in the most magical time of the year, I think. And There's no better time to start manifesting and to start prepping for 2022, start making it the best year of your life, start thinking about what you actually genuinely want in your life, not just like, oh, I want more clients, I want a better business No what we actually want out of our lives and our human experience and start manifesting it. Okay. Feel free to write in. I want to hear what you're manifesting. And then we can all collectively manifest it for you as well. So I love you guys. I mean it. Don't forget. You can snag your seat to magic hour using the links below. We'll link all those other things for you guys as well. I love you. I mean it. I hope you have the best Monday and I will see you next time.